Welcome to the AI Learners Lounge. I'm your host, Cambria, and this is a podcast where AI meets learning and development. From exploring how AI facilitates individual learning to understanding its integration into broader organizational strategies, we tackle it all. Every episode brings fresh perspectives, innovative ideas, and actionable advice for those looking to weave AI into the fabric of the modern learning experiences. Join me as we navigate the intersection of technology and human potential right here on the AI Learner Lounge. Hello, and welcome back to the AI Learner Lounge podcast. This is episode 10, and today we're going to be looking at creativity and what our human creativity compares to AI and how we can fuse the two together to create something that's meaningful, something that's new, and something innovative and really bring that to life. So to start, let's take a look at the definition of creativity. There's hundreds of different definitions out there, but one that I particularly like was shared by Andy Eklund, and that's that creativity is the act of combining previously unconnected ideas, concepts, information, or elements to make something new, unique, or useful. Now, there's a lot of different characteristics that go into creativity, like being able to look at things from different perspectives, being able to generate ideas, thinking about things in new ways, finding hidden patterns, and how creativity manifests is really unique to each of us and what we bring to the table, and it's unique to AIA too. So let's talk a bit about AI creativity. There's a lot of debate about whether AI is truly creative. It's limited in that it works with previous data and patterns, but it doesn't necessarily create new ideas or concepts, at least not by itself. So on the surface, it seems that it'd be obvious that it's not creative, but just looking at the outputs that it gives us, it indicates otherwise. Whether it's generating sonnets, creating new song lyrics, or giving us different business ideas, it's very creative-like. And studies have shown that at a task level, it passes creativity tests and it can actually outperform humans. So how we think about creativity can't be a humans versus AI. It has to be a real collaboration, bringing together each of our capabilities in a way that's going to give us the best outcomes. Now, I mentioned there were a lot of different studies that looked at AI creativity, and one of those was from the University of Montana. They had it take the TTCT, the Torrance Test of Creative Thinking, and that looks at divergent thinking and things like the number of ideas created, the unusualness of them, the variety, and it grades those based on that. So for this study, there was eight responses submitted by ChatGPT, and there was also ones from 24 actual students of the University of Montana. Those were submitted and compared to 2,700 students nationally. Now, it's no surprise that the number of ideas generated, ChatGPT scored extremely high, right? We know that ChatGPT is giving us a lot of things in a short amount of time compared to what we can do as humans, but it also scored across the board in the top 1%. It was slightly lower for flexibility or variety, but it still was in that 97th percentile for that. So when we look at if ChatGPT is creative, in terms of this study and the specific tasks that were in this, we would say yes, it is. 
But when we compare that to our creativity as humans, that flexibility and variety is key because we're bringing in our own experiences, our own emotions, and individually, the ideas might not be that different from themselves. But when we look collectively, comparing my ideas to your ideas to someone else's, there's going to be a lot more diversity of thought in that than it would just having AI. Now, could we prompt for this? Sure, we probably could. We can give ChatGPT a persona to take on. We could tell it, you're Ashley, a mother of three from the suburbs near Seattle, and you've experienced poverty. Now you own a fitness business that's thriving. You could build in some values. You could tell ChatGPT that it enjoys true crime podcast, and it recently traveled to Hawaii for a girl's trip. All these different things, and it does get a little ridiculous at a point, but most importantly, it's not authentic. It's not drawing on our actual experiences and our emotions. It's essentially guessing what that experience would be like, and that can be helpful if we don't have access to somebody to get that actual perspective from, but that's where our human creativity really comes in, being able to do that, and we're the ones, when we look at our experiences, maybe our trip to Hawaii, something in that trip sparks an idea that we could apply to a learning and development scenario. Maybe it gives us a learning activity inspiration. ChatGPT doesn't have that aha moment like we do, but it can help get us there by acting as a facilitator or collaboratively brainstorming with us. Maybe we see an idea that it presents and think, you know, this is a good starting point. What if we did this? And that's where that collaboration really gets in. Now, I mentioned there were a lot of different studies done on AI creativity, and I won't go through all of them with you, but there is one more I wanted to share, and that was from Grassini and Covista, or Covisto, sorry. And this one looked at creativity. It was similar, but um, a slightly different approach. So it used the alternate uses task, which is AUT, for divergent thinking. So this is where you're given an object and you come up with different creative alternate uses for it. In this case for the study, they used a rope, a box, pencil, and candle, and the human participants and the AI would come up with different uses for it. Now, when I think about, say, the box and different uses, I came up with hold my laptop or making a yard sale sign. It was very specific to how I would use it, and it took me a while to think of different applications for it. It was a little bit different for me. And then compare that to when I asked my six-year-old, she came up with different ideas like cutting out characters and making coloring things, um, cutting holes in it, putting straws and fuzzy things, using it as a stage for her Barbies. So it was really specific to what was meaningful for her and the use that she would get out of it. And then my 12-year-old came up with a robot head and castle holding stuffed animals. So we all have our individual experiences and backgrounds, desires, needs that we bring into our thinking. And that really shows up in the different uses we're able to come up with things. Compare that to how ChatGPT comes up with creative uses. It's different and it can come up with a lot more ideas a lot quicker than we can. So I just put in a prompt asking it to come up with creative, unique uses for a box and it came back with 11 so there was an adventure utility trailer for toys an aquatic utopian terrarium artistic unpacking theater animal underground tunnel 
their wide range and not specific to one person's perspective, but all these different ideas that are out there and it can put them together quickly. And my prompt can influence what those responses look like too. So this study, when it looked at human performance for creative thinking, it compared it to ChatGPT3, 4, and Copy AI. And the AI chatbots, it performed better than humans on average for all the different chatbots. ChatGPT4, um, no surprise, but it performed the highest. But what's, what's interesting about this study is that even though it performed better on average, there were still some of the best human performers that were able to beat all the AI on this task. So it's not completely hopeless. We can still be AI, but that's not really what it's about either. It's not an us versus them. It's about how we can collaborate and bring our ideas together. So these studies I shared, they're very task-based compared to application and how creative thinking shows up in our work. For learning and development, we can use ChatGPT to brainstorm activities or other creative ideas, but we really need to think about the broader workflow and bring our expertise and figure out what our role is in that if we're going to be doing that and then infusing it with our own inspiration too. So an interesting perspective that I came across on the AUT paper was from pianist Ole Frederick Norby, and I hope I pronounced that right. He's an assistant professor in music at NLA University, and there was an article on ScienceNorway.no, and he looked at that AUT study and he had some pretty interesting insights. So when we think about creativity for humans, he mentioned three different factors. The first is with creative skills that can influence it, and that's with being able to challenge assumptions and have that divergent thinking. The second was with motivation and social. So for social, how I think as an individual and the ideas I can come up with and what I'm willing to put out there are different than I would maybe in a group setting. And that can influence how creative I'm being in, at any given moment. Our motivation too can affect that if we know being creative, what we're trying to brainstorm is going to bring change that can set some limitations, but the emotional need for change, it can also help amplify that creative thinking and get us to be a little bit more creative with what we're thinking of because we're solving a problem that's meaningful for us. Now, the last factor that he mentioned, and the one that was most profound and stood out to me was for specialist knowledge. So for specialist knowledge, when it comes to creativity, that's where we look at the field we want to be creative in. So for us, that's learning and development or instructional design, knowledge management, whatever your role is, but also the context of your organization. If you're a government agency, if you're a higher education institution or a for-profit business, all these different things require different types of knowledge and being able to apply those, as well as our subject matter experts and their field. So the example he gave was with a creative musician. Your creativity is going to be different in that role than it would be as an engineer. So having the specialized knowledge that we have as humans and our experiences, that means we understand what's happening in the field what's been done before, what hasn't, 
what are the other factors that are going to influence the success of things or bring inspiration for it. So this is where we bring our unique perspectives, our experiences as a parent, maybe something we happen to see done in another industry, or it could be a movie we watched. That's our inspiration and we bring our emotions into it. So my inspiration and experiences, of course, are different than yours, but that's where that collective creativity comes in. And AI is just one piece of that puzzle. This is where we look at how we can best fuse our knowledge, our expertise, our perspectives, our values, all these things we have with AI and fuse it with others too that we are working with in our workflows, in our creative processes, so that we can have this collective knowledge and collective brainstorming for creative thinking. Thank you for joining me for episode 10 of the AI Learner Lounge podcast. Today we talked about how we can fuse human and AI creativity together and what our unique capabilities are. I hope you'll join me for our next episode.